come through inconclusive arguments. In today's course, we have a psychologist, a guru, an athlete, a freak, a scientist, a dictator, and an anarchist, a famous murderer, a composer, a human vegetable, and a complete outsider. Let's open the discussion with you. What gives that look of revelation on the athlete's face? A complete outsider is the center of attention. Just what is a human vegetable doing in psychology? The freak is eating the mass murderer. Oh my god, Turbine, this is a reality. Our position there and are being opened up to stall. This is the worst thing that's happened to mankind. And in the studio, the puppet's run you dark age, but your commentator has done his life. All right. Welcome, everyone. This is Noetic Radio. This is Memo, your weekly milkman. This is Penguin, your ruling czar. This is David, your prime minister. So, uh, subject that we have today is uh, Ebola. Now, we're talking about this because uh, I know you guys have seen the news. They're bringing, uh, they've brought to uh, doctors that have the disease of Ebola. Now, Ebola is a respiratory disease that's transmitted through bodily fluids. Um, one of our hosts here, Penguin, is going to explain a little bit about how this outbreak started. Well, apparently, um, this recent outbreak is being traced to an African two-year-old around the village in somewhere southeast of New Guinea, which is bordering Sierra Leone and Libya. So here's the crazy thing: like you're saying, you said that uh, that it's spreading to the borders around uh, Africa. Yeah, three um, provinces. And like the crazy thing is like. Over there, th it's it's spreading fast because uh, I believe I, I feel like they don't have really good hygiene over there. You know, they don't at the hospital or maybe they're getting treated. Maybe you don't know what they're doing with their body fluids or anything like that. Yeah, the reason for this is because um, these countries are very very poor due to political dysfunction and constant civil war. True. What's tripping me out was uh, at first I really didn't really care about the Ebola spreading over there. But now that the U.S. government is involved, now I'm a little concerned about that. <laughs> See, and that's the crazy thing. Like, the, the government's getting involved. Like, Obama passed an executive order. Now, he only amended an executive order that was passed back in 2004 by Bush, and it only covered SARS. And this is executive order 13295. But now Obama has extended it to where it covers any respiratory disease that can become a pandemic. Except Ebola, correct? No, Ebola is included in that. Oh, really? The only thing that's excluded is influenza, seasonal influenza. But anything else, if you seem like you're gonna, you have it, you're going to be quarantined. And that brings, the, I don't know, that's kind of scary. Scary but necessary, wouldn't you say? Medically, I, see, I do see why it's necessary. We need to control the disease. But now the government is taking advantage of this as an excuse to be able to take people and quarantine them. Uh, they're not, not going to be for sure that that's what you have, but they're still going to quarantine you until you have it. They're not going to care if you have a job or if you have something to do or take care of. You're going to be quarantined. So we're bringing these doctors to the United States because uh, we want to give them treatment. We feel like uh, we can handle this. Now, who is handling this whole thing it's the cdc of course the center for disease control now they feel really confident because they say that they have taken into their facility in atlanta that has one of the best isolations they have the best trained people and they feel like they're not going to be they're not going to spread this around now have you guys heard a few months back in back in june they accidentally released anthrax in their own office Wow, really? Yeah. 
Now, if they're gonna, if they can't even keep Anthrax in their, uh, you know, they're releasing Anthrax and graphics, what makes them think they're gonna be able to control Ebola? Well, then again, Ebola isn't airborne unlike Anthrax. True, but you, it's spread through bodily fluids, right? So mm. your your nose, I mean, it has uh, mucous membranes. That's bodily fluids. Someone sneezes on you and they have Ebola. You're gonna have Ebola. True. It's still just it's a disease, you know, like something. And then the crazy thing is that we have no cure for it. Y if you get Ebola, you're most likely you're gonna die. Fifteen through fifty through ninety percent mortality rate. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and like the you know the treatment for it is is pretty crazy. Like they have to keep changing your bodily fluids. They have to keep giving you fresh fresh oxygen. And you know they have you have to stay healthy. You have they have to try to maintain you as healthy as possible. Speaking of crazy things, people do to stay healthy. Uh, may seem a little weird, but it's uh becoming more, I guess, uh, out there. Women eating their own placenta after giving birth. What the fuck, for real? Yeah. That's uh, crazy. They think it's uh nutritious, and it'll help them out, but actually. Other mammals eat their placenta for nutrition, but humans don't need to because they rebuild the body through vitamins and food. It's a wasted effort then, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I guess it's just uh, more of a desire, I guess. Hmm. That sounds kind of weird. It kind of reminds me of like cannibalism or something. Yeah, I mean, it is vascular tissue from your own body, so it kind of goes into cannibalism. Damn. Consuming one's own flesh. Hmm. You know what that reminds me of? I don't know. I just took that knife and I cut her from her neck down to her anus. And I cut out the vagina and ate it. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was Addicted to Vaginal Skin by Cannibal Corpse, people. All right, so what do you guys think about cannibalism? Well, cannibalism, that's a very touchy subject. I mean, a lot of people would see it as a very wrong and immoral act. Where, I mean, sick fucks like us would see it as a necessary form to survive. Not even that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's basically two forms of it. There's rituals and there's survival cannibalism. Yeah, and like it's, uh, I mean, cannibalism has been recorded through history forever, dude. I think it's even in the Bible. There's a story of uh, the, uh, the king of Israel. He's walking through town and there's a famine going on. And uh, this woman calls out to him and she asks the king for help. And the king tells him, if God can't help you, you know, how the hell am I supposed to help you? But he goes on and he asks the woman anyway, like, you know, what's wrong? So the woman tells the king that this other woman had came to her and told her that today they would eat her son and tomorrow they would eat the other woman's son. So the woman agreed. So that day they ate her son. And the next day when the woman went to go ask the other woman for her son, she had already taken him away. So the king just rips his clothes off. Now, the reason he does this is because back then, clothes were very expensive, and ripping your clothes off was a symbol of tearing something that was very uh, expensive, like it was a necessity, so it would show your your grief. Yeah, I mean, uh, as you can see, it's been there religiously and throughout time. I mean, it's been here millions of years, you know, and still is. Yep. I, I think in, in 2001, there was a, a computer technician. He, he put an ad that he was looking for another man for sexual acts. And uh, one of the conditions was that the man had to agree to be killed and eaten afterwards. <laughs> he didn't even have to go looking for too long, dude. Someone answered his ad. And, and yeah, someone went to go. They recorded it. You know, they did their thing. He killed him after, and then he ate him. This was in Germany. And, you know, Germany doesn't have laws against uh, against cannibalism. They have laws against murder. But since the guy had agreed to consented to being killed and eaten, he was only going to spend about eight years in jail. But Dang. now he's going to spend life in prison because there was such an uproar that they said that, it, that his punishment was too lenient. But even now, there's no, there's, there's barely any laws in many countries. Yeah. Against uh, cannibalism. Yeah, I also uh, read that uh, while he was online doing that, he probably made contact with 400 other people that were interested in eating or being eaten as well. That's crazy. And, like, the crazy thing is, like, we were talking about Ebola earlier, and, you know, scientists are trying to, you know, find a cure for this, and they they haven't so far and like sometimes you your own body creates like a cure for something like the disease that comes from eating human flesh is usually mad cow disease and there's different types of the disease in you know different regions but ethnic groups like certain people they they had a the prion gene is atg but others they had like immune strain of that gene and there was the prion gtg so the people that had the mutant gene, the shape of it was able to ward off the mad cow disease. So these people could have been eating 
infected tissue for years without without them themselves getting the disease. So our own bodies pretty much mutated so that we could keep eating ourselves. <laughs> like that's some crazy thoughts, dude. Interesting that you would bring that up now. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, now, now a lot of these uh, cannibalistic acts, it's all psychological. They have a psychological reason to it at the end. True. I mean, what do you think gets you, gets you even to want to try human meat? Like, yeah, that that is a big question uh, that I sometimes crave. What was that thing you told me about about uh about Dahmer? About him feeding his coworkers? <laughs> What's well, uh yeah, it's more his neighbor. Uh, she said she would eat some food that he would give him, and now she she doesn't even know if he ever fed her human flesh Fuck. and it haunts her still imagine though like if you if like your neighbor gave you fucking like food right you're like damn this is like the most tender is a bomb piece sandwich. of fucking meat i've ever fucking had where the fuck did this food get this Very and then later know. on you find out this was a serial killer you know fucking eating cannibal eating human Yep. Then you're like cannibalistic necrophiliac. So that's then you're like, shit, did I eat human? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that person would become a cannibal themselves as well. I mean, isn't it like a craving as well? It could be a craving. It could be a craving as well. Do you imagine just eating someone like a a hot ass chick and you're going up and then bam, armpit hair. Would you still eat her? (laughs) (laughs) Armpit hair. (laughs) If I were to eat her, uh, I wouldn't eat the armpit hair part. <laughs> the armpit. But I mean. What if she's tender, dude? <laughs> you know, girls with armpit hair, they don't really bother me. That's disgusting. Really? I find that completely unattractive, to be honest. Me too. It That's seems I mean. so primitive. Well, it doesn't really bother me, so. Yeah, I mean, that's that's me. I don't know why you guys find it disgusting. When we're talking about eating somebody, how do you get here? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they it just uh this guy came out with it and I'm talking about that it's not disgusting because uh a friend of ours, uh Thousand Eyes. Thousand Eyes, uh she was talking about that and yeah, I mean it doesn't bother me as much. Alright guys, it looks like uh that's that's all the time we have for today. Memo signing off. Penguin, goodbye. This is David signing off. And uh, you guys like that instrumental in the background by uh, Warhead? Uh, we're going to be introducing our new hip-hop segment sometime this week. So uh, keep posted and hope you guys tune in.